right so last week we um we started with um our theme for the month which is which is um life skills um we had we had a very powerful session by pastor jazz i believe that um in fact, we have to do another session on on the topic of emotional intelligence because I I could feel that Pastor just had more to share with us. But um, thank you very much. And today we are we are going to discuss um, time management. Um, I was thinking to myself, if I'm really the best person to sh- <laughs> share on time management, but um. We are trusting God to help us in this topic today. So time management, um, Pastor Jess, is there where I could share my slide? Um, are you able to enable sharing? Sorry, hold on. Please enable sharing for me. Okay, right. So we're talking on time management today. Um, I was just, as I was just trying to put up, put up, um, prepare the slide. I just ha- saw this fancy design come up for time, so I chose it. <laughs> okay, right. So. The, the 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 anchor scripture scriptures that I want us to use today is Psalm ninety verse twelve, and Ephesians chapter five verse fifteen to seventeen. The Bible says, "So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom." The psalmist in this scripture is talking about God teaching us to number our days. Now, the word that it's used there can also be translated as count. But one one thing that I want us to note in this text is that the text does not say teach us to count our days, but it says teach us to number our days. There's a difference between counting your days and numbering your days. Counting your days means that you you're counting. Counting something means you're counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. But numbering something means that you are assigning num- numbers to that particular thing. And so another way that this scripture can be explained, when the Bible says, teach us to number our days, it means teach us to itemize our days, teach us to assign numbers to our days, teach us to um, plan our days. And so when the, when the Bible says that teach us to number our days, which the word there can also be um, translated as count, can also be translated as number and when you number your days you are not just counting it but you are assigning number to every single day which means that you are taking note of the time that you have in the day now i know that um we we've all said that time is like it's a common commodity that every one of us have 
the rich, the poor, the great, the small, the president, and um, the, the laborer in any other field has, we all have the same amount of time. We all have the same commodity, but how we use our time is what differentiates between those who are ahead and those who are behind. Um, your, the, how you used your time in the past has really contributed a great lot, has contributed greatly to where you are at the moment. And how you are going to use your time now will also um, define how your future is going to look like. And as much we all know that time wasted is time that we can never get back. For instance, we are in the second half of the year. The first half of the year 2023 is past forever. We will never meet it again. Unless maybe in eternity when God gives us the opportunity to revisit our days. But if that does not happen, then the days that we have spent, we can never get them back. And time spent is your life that you're spent. Your life, your sp- so every single time that you're spending is life. And if we try to ca- we try to calculate the value of life, the value of every single person's life. Now I'm not talking in terms of you know, on in the secular world at the moment we 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 are all paid differently for our time. Um, days in the days where we used to work in. Um, where I used to work in public accounting. So you have a senior on a job, you have an associate on the job, and then you have a manager on the job. So what we are selling to our client is our time. The manager, the time of the manager, if a manager spends two hours on your job, that is more expensive than an associate spending eight hours on your job. Why? Because the manager's time is valued higher than the associate's time. In terms of life, in the eyes of God, our life, Bible says that what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Even if you give everything in this world, it's not enough for your soul. It means that your soul is more valuable than any other thing in this world. You were bought with the blood of Jesus Christ, with the life of Jesus Christ. That is the value that God places on you. Now, if you are to divide this value that God places on you, or the Bible tells us about you, if you are supposed to divide this value into your time, then your time is so precious and very expensive because your time spent is your life. And if your life is so expensive in the eyes of God, then your time is very expensive as well. And therefore you must use your time wisely. Like the example of the manager on an engagement in public accounting, the manager's time is so precious that the manager will not spend his time or her time doing small small tax on the job the small tax are giving to the people whose time um whose time are cheaper and then the higher tax are giving to the people whose time are more expensive and so we should spend our time here on earth doing things that are valuable doing things that contribute to our life and doing things that contribute to our final destination and so the psalmist says, teach us to number our days. When you number your days, when you wake up in the morning, you number 
what you are going to do in the in your in, in the day and we are going to go deeper into that in ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 the bible also says that see that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil in business redeeming means buying back the time redeeming means buying back and so in this scripture the bible is saying you have to buy back it means that the time is already far spent and you need to recover the time you need to buy back the time and so managing your time as a child of god is very important now most of the things that i'll be sharing today um the ideas will be coming from um, Brian Tracy. I remember that um, in those days, early, in my early days, as an accounting student and as a, a new believer, Brian Tracy was one of the person who, uh, whose books inspired me. I heard of him. At that time, I, I heard his name almost everywhere. And um, some of his materials as well have been used to, um, has been used for trainings in some organizations that I've worked in. And so, when it comes to time management, um, Brian Tracy's materials on time management are really very helpful and can really um, help anyone to study more on, on time management. And so first of all, how you, to, plan, to be able to manage your time, the first thing you need is you must have a plan. Because if you don't have a plan, if you don't have any objective, if you don't have anything you are pursuing, when you wake up early in the morning, you don't have any plan. You don't spend time planning on anything. Again, let me use the idea of um, the public accountant. In public accounting, one of the main, one of the important part of the engagement is the planning stage. So we spend a lot of time planning the engagement, planning resources, people who are going to be on the job, planning the approach that we are going to use for the engagement. And so we spend a lot of time doing planning, risk assessment and all that so that as soon as we get to the field, we just hit um, the road running because we have spent time planning. But if we wake up in the day and we don't have any plan, it means we don't have an objective. We don't have anything to measure how our day went against. We cannot measure our days. We cannot measure our days against anything. Because we don't have a plan. We cannot measure our days. And therefore, we cannot even measure whether we are doing well. Sorry, excuse me. So we, we cannot even measure whether we are doing well, whether we are um, achieving our objective or we are not achieving those objectives. And so the first thing to be able to effectively manage your time is to have a plan to have something you are pursuing god has placed in our heart desires god has placed in our heart things that we are supposed to do when we wake up in the day we are supposed to have a plan of what we are planning of what we are trying to achieve in the day and concerning planning luke chapter 14 verse 28 the bible says for which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it this is talking about planning. That if before you embark on, on any project, and the project that the Bible is using in this text is a building. Before you build anything, first thing the Bible expects you to do 
is to plan. And if your life is a project, and if your day is a project, and if whatever you are doing at work is a project, you can apply this principle. He says the Bible says you must sit down first and count the cost. Plan on what you are intending to achieve during your day. Plan on what you are trying to achieve when you get to work. Plan on what you are trying to achieve by the co- in the end of the week or in the end of the month. You must have a plan for you to be able, for you to even know that you are um, being effective with your time, then you must have a plan. Without a plan, you, you, you will not be able to, um, to measure whether you are doing well or you are not doing well. So the Bible says that when you don't count the cost of any project and you start, you start by laying, you go ahead and start, and you, um, you lay the foundation and you are not able to finish it, you become a, a laughing stock and people will mock you that you started a project and you were not able to finish. And so the Bible encourages us to plan when you are embarking on any project. And so first of, the first thing is for you to be effective with your time, the same amount of time that we all have, for you to be effective with this time, the first thing you need to you need to know you need to do is to have a plan. So you must have a plan for you to be able to manage your time effectively. And so if you don't have a plan, then that is the first thing you must think about. Now, time management principles. This can be applied for um each day, each week, each month, or even the whole year. This because whatever you do on a daily basis accumulates into what you have done in a week. And that accumulates to what you have done in a month. That accumulates to what you have done in a year. And that also finally accumulates to what you have done throughout your life or in your lifetime. And so every single day, every single moment, whatever you do is your life that you are spending. And the life that you spend is not something that you can get back and i mean i can overemphasize this because this is like something we all know that when we spend our lives there's no way we can get the time that we spend back and that's why the bible encourages us that we should redeem the time we should buy back the time we should make best use of the time whatever time we have now the bible expects that we make best use of that time and so when you wake up in the morning the first thing that you must do is to have a goal. What are you planning to achieve today? Because if you don't have a goal of what you are planning to achieve to, in that day, how do you measure if your day has been successful or not? If you go to work and you don't have a plan on what you are, you, you don't have a goal on what you are planning to achieve for that day, how would you measure your day? Each of us, whatever work that we, we, um, we, uh, we are doing right now, we have things that have been assigned us that we have to finish. And we know that our, our employees know that we are doing our work, or we are making good use of our time at work, when they are able to see that, um, they are able to see that whatever thing they have given us has been done. And so the only way you can also see that you are making progress is when you have a goal. If you don't have a goal, then you will not know whether you are moving forward or you are moving backwards. You will not know if you are making the best of your time or you are not making the best of your time. And so the Bible says that wherever, where there is no revelation, where there is no vision in, in some um, translations, otherwise when there is no vision, the people live carelessly. 
It means if you don't have a goal, if you don't have something that you have set ahead of you, even though in the text in this text is talking about revelation, but if you don't have a vision or a goal set ahead of you, you live your life carelessly. The only way that you can live life a life that is focused on doing something is when you actually have something ahead of you, something you have a goal you have set in mind that I want to achieve this. And so all the days that we woke up um, without goals, and this is to myself and everyone listening, there's those days that we, we, we got up and we didn't have any goals. By night time, we don't have anything to measure our goals, to, our goals um, against. If we go to work and we don't have goals, there's a lot of multiple things that will be calling for our attention. And even sometimes people who will be calling for your attention. But how do you ensure that you have made the best of your time? You have used your time for the best value. I think sometimes we need to pause and ask ourselves uh, that am I doing the best thing? Am I using my time for the best, for the best, I mean the highest value right now? Am I making the, um, the most of my time? Am I spending my time in a way that brings the highest value to me at the moment? Something that we must pause and ask ourselves. And so some of the goals that we must set are personal goals. Personal goals could be um, personal development goals. That in every day you get an information in your life that makes you better than you were yesterday. Every day you do something about your life, about your vision, about your purpose, that makes you better than you were yesterday. So personal development, Some every day you get an intake or you get an input from your environment, from materials you are learning, from other people, that makes you a better person than you were the day before. And you need to set, you need to set such personal goals. That will be a good use of your time. If you set a personal goal, to be able to use your time more effectively to develop your own self. Family goal will be certain time for your family. I mean, we cannot over um, emphasize the fact that sometimes you spend the little time, the, the, um, the least time with the people who actually matter in your life. And, and there, there, might, there might come a time that you, you try to make up for that time that you have spent, but sometimes you might not have the opportunity to do that because when all is said and done, there are actually very few people who really, really, really matter in our lives. And it is important that we spend time, set goals in, in spending time with those people. Business goals. Business goals is, is, um, has to do with your... the whatever business, whatever occupation that you are engaged in, how do you maximize your potential? How do you maximize your time? How do you make the best out of our time? Again, to my example from the public accountant, all we are selling as public accountants is our time. We don't have any product. The only product we are selling is our time. We have acquired a skill and we, have put, we are putting that time, the time we spend for the day, for sale that time is available for sale so the more time we spend on any engagement the more the less profit we make from that engagement and so we want to be able to maximize our time on every engagement 
So on every engagement, we want to be able to use the least time possible for the same level of quality work. And that is, our, that is how we are measured. That's how our performance is measured in public accounting. And that principle is the same for life, that you want to be able to use the least time to achieve maximum output. And that is the best way to um, manage your time. And um, I mean, well, it's been said that if you want to set goals, then your goals, you must set goals that are smart. And by smart, it means that your goals has to be specific. So if you have something that you want to do, you, you just don't give generic examples that I'm going to do a general thing. But you want to set, for instance, if you're going to say, you want to say, I'm going to read the Bible today. If you say, I'm going to read the Bible today, that is a general goal. But if you say that I'm going to read the book of John and I'm planning to read five chapters of the book of John or I'm planning to read 10 chapters of the book of John, you are being specific with your goal. But if you say that I'm going to read the Bible, that is not being specific. And your goals have to be measurable. So when you say that, okay, I'm reading, when you say I'm going to read the Bible, you cannot measure that, whether you achieved your goal or not. But if you say I'm going to read five chapters, that can be measured. That can be measured. You know that when you read two, you have three more left. When you read four, you have one more left. And when you read five, you know that you have been able to achieve your goal. And that takes me to the next point. The goals you set have to be achievable. You're somebody who has not read the Bible in like six months. And then one day you wake up and say, I'm going to read 20 chapters of the Bible. It's, it's a very high goal. And so you probably will say, okay, let me read one chapter of the Bible today. That is a goal that is like achievable. Okay, so you need to set goals that are achievable. And the goals have to be relevant. Relevant to what you are doing, relevant to your pursuit, relevant to your life. The goals has to contribute to where you are going. If I'm trying to find an example. But um, if you set goals that do not relate to your calling, does not relate to what you are doing, does not contribute to your life in any way, then um, the, those goals don't really um, result in effective use of your time. But goals that are really relevant to your life, relevant to, for instance, the job that you're doing, relevant to your family, relevant to your business or your personal development, or any other thing that God has assigned you to do, or any other thing you have a passion for, then those goals are relevant. Now, your, your goals also have to be time-bound. It has to be time-bound. So if you're saying that, I'm going to read five chapters of the Bible today, then you know that by the end of from sunrise to sunset, and when the day comes to an end, you know that, that was the time you set for the goal. Were you able to achieve the goal within the time that you have set for the goal? If you are not able to, um, if you don't set, <laughs> yeah, okay, so I have one example here. Relevant, <laughs> relevant is like um, when a pastor is reading a book on space travel or <laughs> any other thing. <laughs> Space travel. How relevant is that for your calling? How is that going to help you become a good minister? And so you need to do things that are relevant to what you have been called to do or what you have a passion for. And you need to make sure that the goals you set are time-bound or they are 
they are based on time and so smart when you are setting goals the goals have to be smart smart it has to be specific measurable achievable relevant and then time bound the next thing the next so the first principle for effective time management is that you must have a daily goal so when you wake up in the morning you must have a goal and for the goal to be effective you need to write down the goal today we have ipads and iphones to help us write notes you must write down the goals what writing down the goals help you to always come back to it and see what whether you are on track or not somebody said a short pencil is better than a long memory so you might say that oh i have everything in my mind i can recollect it but writing it down is better than trying to recollect it so you must write down the goals that you have for the day when you wake up in the morning and you sit down the, the first thing we saw was to plan and so you plan set goals and you must write down the goals when you write down the goals and you check out one goal that gives you a sense of achievement and fulfillment that you have i really I'm, I'm making progress i'm doing something you know sometimes you don't even know in it you wake up in the day and you ask yourself what am i what have i spent the hours doing what what did i spend my day doing because you don't have anything to mark your day against or to check your day your time against then you don't even know whether you are making progress or not so even if you don't have a general goal for the year you don't have a general plan for the month you cannot measure what is happening in your life and so you must write down the goals that you set for your day so when you wake up in the morning and you are going to work you 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 um write down what you are intending to achieve maybe respond to emails maybe address questions that came to you the previous day maybe start a new project so you have all this listed and so as you work through the list you check it out and you are able to see whether you are making progress or not as a matter of fact writing is a very spiritual principle whenever god was interacting with people one of the things he see he tells them was to write when he spoke to moses he, he told moses to write take the tablets and write when he jesus christ saw john in the book of revelation he says write what you see and many a times you hear god instructing people to write so writing really matters to god and and if writing is something that is very important to god then it must be important in our lives as well in fact it must be a principle that we see many times when you have like a dream and you have a vision or you hear a word from god one of the things that god really impresses on your heart or god tells you is to write so if the almighty god actually makes time to tell you to write something then you must know that writing thing writing is very very important and so many times in the bible you see god instructing prophets and people that he's given revelation to when he's giving them revelation he says right and and in the book of habakkuk he told him to write the vision and make it plain upon the tablet that he may run that reader it so writing is very important so let's not take writing out of our today we have we live in an electronic world and so we are able to write write our things on on our phones our notepad we we have notepads on our phone whether iphone or samsung or whichever phone that you have you are able to at least write something somewhere if it's a notebook as well that you have you are able to write down your goals 
And without write, writing down your goals is one of the principles that makes that ensure that you make the best out of your time. So if you're not writing down your goals, it means that it is likely that you are make you are not making the best use of your time. So one of the very important principles of time management is to write down your goals. When you wake up in the morning, you write down what you, you are planning to do in the day. In the 24 hour that you have, like everybody else, you try to use it to make you better. Because what you did in the past is what has brought you here. And what you're going to do now is what's going to determine your future. And then you have to itemize your day. When you write down your goals, you have to assign time to what you are going to do. So that when you, um, as, the, as you're spending the time in the day, you're able to come back to see whether you are ahead of your goal or behind your goal. So you need to itemize your day, number the things that you are planning to do, assign time to it. And that's why the Bible, I'm going to use this text again, that teach us to number our days, that we might apply our, our hearts unto wisdom. If you you change the 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 um the word there to count our days, then you can say teach us to count our days that we might apply our heart to wisdom. When you look at the general structure of this particular psalm, it is talking about the life of a man and how the life of men are very few and it's asking that God teach us to be able to count our days so that we walk wisely. So that we are conscious of the fact that time is limited. And so we have to make the best out of the time. He says, teach us to number. But then when you say also put it, you replace it with number our days. Then when you are able to itemize and number your days, you the way you use your time becomes wise. You make the best out of your time. And so whether you replace this, te- um, this um, word with count or number, it still talks about the same thing that you'll be as when you know that your time is limited and when you know that your time you have a particular time frame to do something then you apply your heart to wisdom you will make the best out of the time amen so we don't have all the time in this world and so we need to make the best out of the time that we have now we 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 um we need to Utilize the time for what brings us the best value. And the next thing that we want to discuss today is you need to prioritize your activities. There are so many things, so many activities that you can do in a day. These days, we have so many different apps, social media platforms. And if you don't take care, you can spend your time watching, I mean, scrolling through your phone, watching all. And right now, they are even introducing more. And you have all these um, distractions that you'll be facing in the day. But you need to prioritize your activity. Prioritize your activity and make sure that you are using the time that you have for the things that brings you the best value. So there might be two things that you have to, you can do. There might be two things that you can do. But which of the two things brings you the highest value? 
you must use your time doing that thing that brings you the highest value. Some of the management um, principles that I've been taught is that when you identify that something is not bringing you the highest value, it is better for you to outsource it. For instance, they are rich very for the very rich people whose time is very expensive. You know, for them to spend their time, for instance, spend their time ironing their clothes or spend their time um, cutting their grass, they will rather outsource that time because instead of cutting the grass, if they go to their office and they go to their business, they are able to convert that time into money, which will be more than the money they, will, they are going to spend if they are hiring somebody to do the job. And so in the management, in management principles, you are, you are taught that if something does not bring you the highest value, you, might, it's, you are better off outsourcing that particular activity. And so there are things in, 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 in business that you have to rather outsource than try to use your own resources to do those things. If you can get those things um, cheaper outside. But in our personal lives, we can apply that in the sense that we need to prioritize. And always, when there are two things that are calling for your attention or for your time, the question you need to ask yourself is, which of these two things brings me the highest value? Which of these two things makes the, uh, the higher contribution to my life and to my state at the moment? And then you go for the option that brings you the highest value. So one of the time management principles is to prioritize your activity. So when you wake up in the morning and you have a plan, you set your goal, um, you itemize your goal, you need to prioritize those goals, set priorities. Which one is the most important? The most important one comes first. The one that brings you the highest value comes first. And the one that brings you the next value comes second. Then the one that brings you the next value till that you get to the least. And so if you spend your time doing the things that brings you the least value, that is not the best use of your time. If what you are doing does not bring you the highest value at that time, then it is not the best use of your time. So prioritize your activity and assess the activities that brings you the best value or that makes the best use of your time. The next management principle, um, time management principle is to learn to concentrate. Learn to concentrate. Concentration requires a lot of discipline. For you to be able to concentrate on one particular thing and get it done, it requires a lot of discipline. You have to be determined to avoid things that distract you. Like I said, right now our phones, I believe it's the greatest, it's one of the greatest distractions that we ever, we ever have with us today. If the phone is a blessing, but if we don't take it, sometimes we become slaves to our phone. Our phone always, the, our phones are always beeping. Our phones are 
always have new in fact right now there are people on the internet who are called content creators that is their business their business to make sure that they keep you um glued to your your phone they ensure that you are always watching something on your phone that is they call it they are content creators that is their profession their full-time profession is to distract you and make sure that you are always looking at your phone and so we also need to be very disciplined when it comes to um, being able to concentrate for instance you might be at work and you will not be able to put your phone aside and focus on work but you work a little and then you, you look on your phone a little go to facebook scroll scroll read a little and then you close it and then you come back to work sometimes we are all caught in that trap but we have to be determined to to discipline ourselves so that we concentrate and that will probably let me just move to the um the the last the last point on this slide it says that it is better to complete tax in batches because there is the law of there's what we call the learning curve it means the learning curve is when you do a particular tax when you repeat the time you spend in doing the same tax lessens as you continue to do it so if you are doing one particular tax then the, and you you are able to batch the tax and put it together the time you spend in doing the second tax is less than the time that you spend in doing the first one and the time that you spend in doing the third one will be less than the time that you spent doing the second and the first one and the time you spend in doing the fourth one is that it will be less than the time you spend doing the third the second and the first one that is learning curve you are gaining from being able to um to repeat the same tax and that is why it is important to put the things that you are doing in the same batch and do everything together so for instance if it's laundry that you are doing it is better to do the laundry in one batch than do some in the morning do some in the afternoon and do some in the evening so if you are ironing your clothes it is better to iron everything in one batch than do some leave so if you for instance if you have work to do and then you do a little of the work and you leave it you go and do a little of something else and you leave that one too and you do a little of something else when you come back to the first one you must tr you try hard to remember where did i leave from what was happening where did i get to that is time spent that could have been used to do something better and so when you start one tax finish it before you move to another tax don't start one tax pause go and start another one and then you have so many unfinished projects in your day so better to use your day to finish one project than to have so many open projects that are not finished that is not the best use of your time so the best use of your time is to make sure that whatever thing you touch that you are doing you finish it before you move on to the next one whatever thing you spend your day doing or whatever project that you open make sure that you finish it before you move to the next one if the tasks are re repetitive in nature then you get the benefit you enjoy the benefit of the learning curve that is the the experience you gain from doing a repetitive task you reduce time you become faster you you work faster when that happens
Right. And so the, the, the next principle for time management is you learn to concentrate on one task and finish it. So when you go to work, concentrate on one assignment and finish it. Concentrate on one project and finish it. Don't move from one project to another or don't have so many open projects that are unfinished. Amen. Now, the next principle that we want to speak about is to review your performance based on the goals. As we have already mentioned in the beginning, that you need to set goals for yourself. And when you set goals for yourself, the only way you can see that you are making progress is when you set time to review those goals. If you don't make time to review those things, those goals that you set, if you don't make time to review your performance, if you don't make time to sit back and examine yourself, whether you are moving forward or whether you are not moving forward, or whether you are achieving or you are nearing your goal or not, then the goals do not become useful. Because if you don't review them, they, they don't benefit you in any way. And so you need to make time at the end of your day, at the end of your week, at the end of your, your um, month, to sit back and review um, the goals that you have set, your performance against their, their objectives that you set for yourself. When you, you review your performance against the objectives, then you can tell whether you are making progress. As a matter of fact, in in Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter um chapter thirteen, verse five, the Bible encourages us to examine ourselves or to judge ourselves. So, if you examine yourself in the faith, the Bible wants you to measure what you are doing in the faith. Measure your faith from last year to this year, from last week to this week. Have you met? Have you made progress? Have you learned new things? Has your faith in a particular area increased in the area of finances? Believing God for a breakthrough in your finances. Believing God for healing. Has your faith in that area increased? You're expecting something from God. Have your faith in the particular area that you're waiting on God increased? And so it is important that we examine ourselves in terms of the goals that we have set for ourselves. So on a daily basis, we need to sit back and measure what we have done and see if we are going forward or we are not going forward and see whether we spent our time profitably or we didn't spend our time profitably and so for instance if you spent like five hours in your whole day if you sit back and you count the hours that you are spent in a day and you realize that you actually spent five hours watching tv you ask yourself, was that the best use of your time? I'm sure when you identify the fact that you spent five hours watching TV, the next day you will not repeat it. But if you don't, if you allow the day to pass without measuring what you have done, it is likely that you repeat the mistakes of the past. You don't beat yourself when you realize that you made a mistake in a day, but that will be of use to you in the future so that you do not repeat it. I remember that um, um, the one time I had to take a, I, I there was this, those days they had this um series, movie series that they 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 show they show on TV, 
but uh, in those days they could have it on one dvd and then you could watch everything together so one day there was one series that came out i heard everybody was talking about it so i wanted to see what was going on this was several years ago so after watching the series in the suspense and you know that those series is they usually put you in suspense season one then you go and wait for season two then season three and so i spent like one week watching like six or seven seasons after that i was so disappointed in myself <laughs> i watched the seven seasons and i was very disappointed <laughs> and from that time i promised never to watch series again and so this was several years ago i i i don't because of that experience i don't like series <laughs> i don't like anything serious i'm not attracted to it at all <laughs> because i spent one week watching seven se seven seasons <laughs> this was prison break so many years ago after watching it i said no i will never watch any series again <laughs> so that was my first and my last series that i watched i have never watched any other series i thought i can't remember watching any other just because i felt like that was a total waste of my time <laughs> And I was only attracted to it because I had a lot of people talking about it. Uh, I mean, and this is me. If you're somebody who still enjoy watching series, <laughs> maybe you know me, but I have decided never to watch anything that is serious. If if I'm going to watch a movie at all, I want the movie to just watch and then it ends. Uh -huh. Then we know the end, the conclusion of the story. We are not waiting for another season to come. <laughs> but that is that is me, so... We, um, I was only able to come to that conclusion by reviewing what I used my time for. For one week, I was like watching this from morning till evening to be able to finish the, 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 whole, se um, the, the whole series. And so um, reviewing your time makes you, you from when you're able to review your time, you ensure that you, don't, you do not repeat the mistakes that you've done in the past. Um, I think this is the last one. <clears throat> um, procrastination. In time management, you need to avoid procrastination. Um, procrastination is it's a trap that we fall into most of the time. Because it's always comfortable to say, I'll do it tomorrow. It's always comfortable to say, I will do it later. Or I'll have more time in the future. I don't have time today. It is a trap that we all fall into sometimes. And we should avoid procrastinating on anything that we have. We know it's important for us to do. Um, one of the, I think it's Brian, um, Brian Tracy who says that, just let it be, let it get into your subconscious mind. Tell yourself, do it now, do it now, do it now, until it gets into your subconscious mind. So, whatever tax that you have to do your 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 um in your subconscious mind whatever thing that has to be done you do it now that is how you avoid uh, procrastination so it's important to have an attitude of doing things now and doing them doing them right at the first time that should be your goal to do it right at the first time because what happens is that if you don't do the thing if you do it and you don't do it right the first time, you have to do it again. And you spend more time. The combined time of doing it the first time and the second time is always more than doing it right the first time. Spending more time to do it right the first time. 
And so no matter how painful it is to get it right the first time, spend time trying to get it right the first time and and doing it at that time when it comes to your mind that um, postponing it. It's like when you have a goal to read the Bible. As soon as you take the Bible, you're like, oh, let me finish this thing and then come to the Bible. As soon as you are about to, you are finished the first one and you move into that, you're going to, um, you're going to start reading the Bible. Another thing comes to mind. Let me call this person. Let me talk to that person. Let me do this. And then by the time you realize it is nighttime, you have not read the Bible. You say, okay, I'll add the one that I'm supposed to read today to the one I'll read tomorrow and read both together. That's what usually happens. And by the time you realize you didn't, you will not read, <laughs> you will not read the Bible in a whole week. One thing that makes um, you effective in using your time is consistency. If you are doing something that is right, you have to be very consistent at, at doing that thing. And that also um, improves the use of your time, being consistent with what you're doing. If you are doing something and you're consistent at it, it makes you get the better use of your time than do it now, leave it, come back to it, and then do it later. So the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 to 11, it says, Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer or ruler, provides her supplies in summer and gathers her food in the harvest. And so the, the, the ant, is, he doesn't have any leader. This is telling us about discipline, that the ant disciplines itself. Make sure that they do things that are in their best interest. When there is summer, they make the best use of the summer. So that when there's winter, they will still have food in whatever hole that they find themselves. And so the Bible says that, how long will you slumber, O sluggard? When you rise... When will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of arms to sleep. So shall poverty come unto you like a prowler. And you will need like an armed man. And your need, I'm sorry, and your need like an armed man. So the Bible tells us not to be lazy. And this, one of the things that drive laziness is procrastination. You might not admit that you are being lazy, but you could say that you are procrastinating. And um, lazy people always procrastinate. They're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. I'll do it the next day. And by the time you realize the year has ended and you've not done anything. And so um, as one of the life skills that we need to um, cultivate as believers is to make the best out of our time. To make the best use of our time. We need to manage our time in a way that brings us the best benefits and brings the best benefits to the kingdom of God, to our family members, to our employees, or to our business if you're running your own business. So time management principles, the limit of time that we all have is set. Nobody has more time than the other person. But what we use our time for individually determines whether we are making progress or we are not making progress in life. And so I pray that God will grant all of us the grace to make the best out of our time. In teaching this, um, researching to teach this as well, I've also learned a lot that I'm going to apply to my life. So I pray that God will empower all of us to be able to 
make the best of our time. Amen. Uh, I don't know if 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 there if there are any questions for for um for us to discuss. If anyone has a question, you can please ask. Now, and so you don't want to see it, you know. You kind of see that, I'll walk away, you know. So, how <laughs> yeah. do you avoid procrastinating something? Yeah, good question. Good question. Good question to all of us. Oh, I can, I can share. I yeah, Lily. I can help with that. What so for me, I mean, I, I can really relate with the question you just asked because it's, it's happening to me a number of times. But I think one of the ways, the easiest thing you can do is to break it up, right, into little bits. So say today I have like, I have the laundry, I have the dishes, so I decide that, okay, I'm going to do the dishes and not the laundry. So you start with the dishes. And then once I'm done, if there's still time for me, then I'll do the laundry. But for me, it's I, I like I even get excited when I'm able to cancel just one thing off my, you know, my plate or my the list of things that I need to do. If I can see that, oh wow, my sink is clean. There is there isn't a single dish in it. Like I I feel accomplished even if I'm not I've not been able to do the next thing. Once I'm able to at least accomplish one thing and then cancel it off my list, like. There's that feeling of satisfaction. So I'll say that like just break it up into little things. It, it makes it easier to you know, to accomplish them that way. Yeah. I mean yeah, I think it's um, your answer is closely related to what I was gonna say. I was gonna say if in that case you just have to sit back and plan. How are you going to conquer this mountain? You need to bring um a battle strategy <laughs> how you are going to take how you are going to um because right now that is like a challenge that you are facing okay how am i going to overcome this challenge i need to get a plan and so if the plan is to divide you know there are some of the things that they are more fun to wash than the other so okay maybe let me start with the more fun to wash items and then once you get that done it gives you some sense of achievement of, of happiness that okay I've, at least i've been able to do some then you move on to the next ones that are more like difficult or not so fun to 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 be there so i think you, you just have to sit back and have a plan that okay this is the plan i'm going to use and whenever you you, you are able to motivate yourself or reward yourself for completing one task i guess you are encouraged to do the other one and so if you find a way to encourage yourself or reward yourself when you're able to finish one tax. Not to take a long break, but if even that means that, okay, 
when I finish this, I'm just going to do this as a reward for myself. That will also be some sort of motivation for you to be able to do it. But I think overall, it's just sit back and then plan how you want to um, do it. Any any other contributions or questions on that? I like that answer. Thank you. Both of you. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. It, it ministered to my soul. Thank you. <laughs> you thank God. <laughs> right. It's it's eight PM. So if there are no questions, I'll hand over to Pastor Steve. Amen. Pastor Robert, God bless you. That's very powerful. I'm going to listen to this message. It's ministered to me greatly. Amen. Please, this message will be uploaded.